You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Pothead. Hey there. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Our guest today, a comedian starting in Washington, D.C., has appeared on Late Night with Seth Meyers, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, the Rundown with Robin Thede. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Girls on HBO. I see him at the Comedy Cellar all the time, and I nearly jumped out of my chair. I was so excited when he played Motif on the short-lived sitcom Mulaney on Fox. Please welcome the extremely funny and versatile Seton Smith. Thank you very much. Whoa. Thank you for letting Whoa. me be here. Seton, I say, I say versatile because um, you host at the Cellar, you've done clubs, colleges, and I've seen pictures of you. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how old you are, but you could play 25. You could play 45. I see you. I could put you as a 70s soul singer, an activist. You could play a guy like that, like cool guy next door, sweet or dangerous, totally castable. Is that why they cast you all the time? Possibly. I have some good, yeah, I've been lucky with some good roles, but. uh, Do you want to represent him? Is that what you're saying? I do. You got to see his uh, on your, you know, I, uh, I Google you and then you have like a lot of different looks. Yeah, thanks, man. Is that on purpose? Yeah, no, I got, I mean, you talking about looks in life or looks, looks in life? Looks in life. Or? Looks in life and then looks, I guess, I don't know, pictures you've taken over the years or headshots. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I, uh, I don't know, one point in my 20s or in college, I was like, I just want to have fun with the way I look. You know, most dudes got to be like, this is my look and that's it. I'm like, nah. Uh, but then, um, as far as looks, as far as acting goes, yeah, like I've always wanted to be a character actor or like, I've always admired like uh, Jim Carrey and uh, Steve, uh, not Steve Martin so much as like uh, Peter Sellers. You know, just people who could, or even Richard Pryor, just people who just play different characters and go around. I've never been able to make it into my act yet, but that's just, you know, personal shit. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. And like, you know, some, so some you roles all, have been really cool. What's so up? you were always acting then from when you were young? Yeah. Always up. Oh, okay. I started when I was like, in a, uh, yeah, single digits. And, oh, you know, wow, you start okay. doing little classes here and there and just keep picking up classes and whatnot. And then, all acting and then, and then that led into comedy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. And then like, you know, but acting, I always got to just keep learning with that because I'd always... For some reason, you figure it out, and then you, the next day you just don't figure it out anymore. I don't know. <laughs> acting is like acting is a lot like golf, where like people think you have it, and then you don't have it. I don't get it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would agree with that. Like every day is different. You think you get it? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Interesting. When you start, you you're from California, right? Yeah, I was born in San Diego. Oh wow, what's that? What was that experience? I don't remember. My mom's a black hippie, so I moved a lot when I was a kid. So oh, wow, I didn't. Um, Let's see. I was born in San Diego. Then we moved to Charleston, South Carolina. Then we moved back to Cali. Then we moved to Missouri. Then back to Cali again. Then New Jersey. And now oh, that's got to be tough. Like moving around different schools all the time. Yeah, that's why I'm really good at like. Uh, it doesn't host- matter where you live. Yeah, like hosting. Yeah, it doesn't. Hey, it doesn't matter where I live. I remember because right. my girl and I, she moved with me to L.A. once, and she freaked out because she's only been in like two different places living wise <laughs> in life. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know. This is my 14th. I don't give. A, you know, we'll just find the store. Where's the closest supermarket? I, I got a routine. Where uh, where'd yeah. you like the best so far? Have you liked New York the best? Or, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm here now. Like I like like weather wise. What do you you've been in all weathers? Like San Diego is like pristine weather, mm-hmm. and yeah. here is like 
a disaster. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Weather changes all the time. Like, I feel like if you get angry about the weather, uh, it's just like an unneeded, unneeded anxiety. It's like, it's going to change. What you going to do? That's a good bit. I know. There you go. Well, not in Hawaii. No, well, L.A. has the Maui. Yeah, but they get hurricanes. Yeah, that's true. Shit's going to happen wherever you're at. Yeah, and Hawaii, you got to worry about the waves and shit. Like, what if there's waves or not, that's the Hawaii. What a tough life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, are there big waves or are there no waves? That's where you're focused on. In L.A., there's no weather focus. I mean, there's all no traffic way, focus. But they still stress because earthquakes, it's weird. They, they actually are in denial about the earthquake thing. Like yeah, the, the, many, the amount of people who live in the hills of L.A., even though they have constant fires and constant earthquakes. like And mud. And mudslides. Yeah. And you're like, nah, man, that's a pretty place. I'll spend as much money as possible to live on this uh, uh, fucking death trap. Well, that's why I said <laughs> for years, there's really nowhere to live. You want to live in the Midwest, you got tornadoes. You want to live in uh, the upper Northwest, you're going to get 70 inches of snow. You want to live on the in florida (laughs) where it's nice you could get the weather the global warming is going to wipe out you're going to get two hurricanes texas gets snow and hurricanes yeah (laughs) (laughs) global warming's fucked with texas a lot more they should believe in like global warming a lot more than the rest of the country you know where nothing ever happens to from what i hear Mm. san diego san diego's amazing (laughs) what's true they don't even have the the 75 sunny nobody complains about they don't have the earthquake hanging over them too san diego like it never hits the and it's near the equator so it's pretty even they're doing all right san diego to San Diego, <laughs> but you left, so you can't. So now I it, left. I never got to enjoy it. So where did you like high school? Where did you end high up? school was uh, Montclair, New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a nice town too. Ah, uh, yeah, it's dope town. I mean, yeah, it was interesting. That's a the class divide in that town really taught me something. Well, I ain't really seen that before. <laughs> I saw racism before, but I never seen such a class divide. Did you uh, see racism? Like all over? Oh yeah, you're... all over in different forms, but it's it's all different layers. And... Well, Montclair, New Jersey is like like rich white people, and then there's like the college people, super and... progressive. People, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so I'm that not... was a good town for a hippie. Yeah, no, of. absolutely. I mean, yeah, they were very very nice, sweet people. I'm not gonna talk, you know, super shit about Montclair. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. Well, let me tell you about the racism in that town. <laughs> they no, they they really tried. It was the '90s. They really tried to make things worse. We also we had a race riot at our school. Uh, really? I wouldn't say race riot. It was a race. Uh, uh, unrest. <laughs> well, how many how many uh, cold, people of color were in un- that school? Wait, is unrest a it step was, below a riot? Like I would say a riot because things. Riot, they, I think only one unrest. only one window got broke, so I don't oh, think yh- yeah, that, yeah. that doesn't count. Unre- I like that. What's before unrest? <laughs> unrest was just a, a tense argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think Neil's cat had a race riot the other day. <laughs> yeah. um, oh man! Yeah, so like that school was interesting. Like, it wait, was, so what caused the race? What was it about? So silly. It was honestly silly as hell. We were having the African. American assembly every you know the fe- every annual February one yeah. and for some reason <laughs> somebody wanted to have a fashion show so a black fashion show at the end of the black assembly and <laughs> then somebody in the black fashion show a designer just wanted to even be more risque and stand out even more and decide to have a couple of his models come out topless I don't Topless. know why. I know. Just holding their titties <laughs> in the middle of a high school. <laughs> the principal, what the hell's wrong with y'all? Walked on stage like this shit is over. And then some other chick took it to a dramatic, oh no, they're trying to hold back our blackness. And then so it just got. It was oh it was ridiculous because it was a black principal. So it was a but it was a 50-50 school, forty nine percent white, and then uh, 51 percent. It was I don't know. It was an absurd situation, but it was uh, yeah, <laughs> it was a nine. This was great. That <laughs> seems like it'd be illegal all the time in high school. All the time. There's no reason to show titties. Whether it's Black History Month, Gay History Month, any school in America, you take your top off. <laughs> yeah, it's there's gonna be there's gonna be craziness. Yeah. That's I'm good. more mad I missed it, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you started comedy in when you went to college in Washington, that area. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I then you did com- stand up. Where with like the DC Improv or no? Um, they didn't let new people on the DC Improv. Uh, there was oh. like uh, it was like 2003, and like a couple of open mics just started happening. And so I started. There was like one in Bethesda, and then one like downtown DC, and then. There was a weird new comedy boom that just happened during my time in the 2000s. Yeah, that was yeah. everybody came out of DC. Yeah, that yeah. Whole, Chappelle was out of DC. Chappelle was out of DC. He was like Tony Woods is out Tony of DC. Woods. Tony Woods is out yeah. of DC. Uh, uh, um, who else can I think of? Uh, Pat Oswald, Lewis Black. Um, so we had yeah, we had that generation we all nice. looked up to, and then now like I guess the person who's a biggest from my quote unquote class, Rory Scovel. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, he, yeah, uh, we know, right? yeah he's in the new Amy Schumer movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gonna play the opposite lead. So that's really I'm in love oh, with wow. that man. So yeah, that's that's really did. dope. Uh, part of Nancelara, she also started with her. And, oh, you um, did? Yeah. She's down from Washington? Yeah. She seems like a person that would be from Washington. Yeah, we had a nice eclectic five and, because like we had a oh, strong cool. alt scene and we had a strong club scene. And so it was like, we, but then like, you know, because it was like three different states, like it was D.C., which is super urban, Virginia, which is mad conservative, and Maryland, which was, you know, uh, I don't explain Maryland. Maryland's... The scarier one, and I don't expect, but like they have Baltimore, which has a large murder rate, but their That's countryside strange. has like KKK. It's weird, and so uh, yeah, a, I don't know much about Maryland, but I can see that being Maryland? kind of weird mm. and stuff. But wait, but they why also did have you, the college, so they it's have the college. But yeah. I'm saying, it's just crowd wise, though, you had they to have, learn how to do everybody. You know, uh-huh. what I'm saying you can't be like New York; you can just talk to your Brooklyn base and be fine. You couldn't really do that in DC, so that kind of created a nice little collective. But why did you do stand up? What, what drove you? Were already acting? You said, "Screw this, I'm starting stand up." Oh no, I started. Try. I think oh, I wanted did, to stand up before I did acting because I just wanted to become a like. All right, in my household, Eddie Murphy was talked about probably more than Jesus. Like we watched him. <laughs> we Goody watched Google, yeah. that bit. Yeah. Everybody was talking about that bit. Goody, yeah. Oh, the delirious. Yeah. Uh, it's perfect. And then of course, Beverly Hills Cop one to me was a perfect movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so we quoted him like crazy. So I think I just. You know, wanted to be the hero, so I just was like, I want to be Eddie. And so, more or less, when you when you base it off of Prior and Eddie's career, you just go, all right, well, they act, they were actors and comedians, so let me just work on that. Oh, you went up <laughs> where the first time? What um, place? You the remember? first? Oh, the first first time I went up was like a t- I was ten years old doing a, a talent show. Oh, and shit, then I would okay. do like uh, I used to be a super religious kid in my teens, and I used to go to this youth youth camp. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> it okay. wasn't Jesus camp, but, but you it, were doing like religious humor. You got it. No, I would just be clean. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would be clean and talk it. about just what? T- How about that, Joseph? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> if yeah. I was that smart, I didn't read the Bible enough. When I, I just, I just would just, you know, be clean, talk about teen shit, and try not to curse. And they were just like, and any kind of joke you do in a church is just a relief. So you just kill. Yeah. If you could be, you could be a <laughs> mediocre comedian and be a Christian comic and make millions. Millions. You could. Millions. I've, that's a whole circuit, and those guys make a ton yes. of dough. The Christian comedy circuit. Yeah. Oh my god. Shit. You remember okay. this guy? All you do is this take guy. out your curse word. Though, You've right? seen this guy with me. Remember this guy, Jeff Allen? Yeah, yeah. I know. You ever hear of Jeff Allen? Yeah. No. He came down to like uh, the Stress Factory. I started Stress I Factory this in guy. New Jersey. Oh, and he Jeff just... Allen, he was super clean. Mm-hmm. And um, and eventually he just left the regular circuit to go with the you know the church just, circuit, absolutely. and he just cleans up. And Vinny right. was like, "Where do you see this guy?" Like I've never heard of Jeff Allen. He goes, "He's super clean. He doesn't curse once. This whole thing." And I'm watching this guy going. He's hilarious. I mean, this guy's as good as anybody. But and he's going to heaven. And he's going to heaven. Going to heaven. I don't and know where I'm going. Going to heaven on a boat, <laughs> on a nice yacht. <laughs> the last next time, like the first time he came, he was making so much money doing the clean circuit that he had really bad teeth. And next time, 
perfect teeth. Yeah, I remember. That's what I remember. Mm-hmm. Right? He had bad teeth. That's yeah. what I remember. Oh, that was my friend. Shit. Aaron Jackson was the first comic of my class. Oh, I that saw actually, her last night. Yeah, she's awesome. She's Washington? Mm-hmm. Also, oh, okay. so we started a sushi restaurant. We both just uh, open mic at <laughs> a sushi restaurant. But she was the first. She was clean before everybody else. Her first open mic, she had this great structured clean set. And she was the first person to go to the dentist off comedy money. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's the money you're making. You go to the dentist on that shit? <laughs> dentist money. Teeth I like clean. that. I was That's like, a holy step. shit. I've heard of fuck you money. No, I've like heard that. of like vacation money, yeah, yeah. Uh, plane money. But well, we were talking yesterday. Money. We just went to do comedy so we could get White Castle after. That's how sad <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that we like, oh, no. was. Yeah, we were like, to buy oh, no. a picture. That's what drove us to go to New Jersey to do comedy. But you know place. what? After you name all those people, Aaron and our Parnicha, whatever her name is. Aparna. Aparna Nonchalara. Yeah, I get it. But wait, do the people in D.C. still hold up New York as like the place to go? Or is it is it so thriving? that? So you guys all want to get here. We want to get here because that's, I mean, you can get funnier in D.C., but you just can't get uh, acclaim or money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you so gotta I mean, go to New York or L.A. You got to go to New York. You got to go to L.A. for money in New York to get acclaim. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually very specific. <laughs> but the, the group you named, nice people. Very nice people. Yeah. All nice. All nice. Very strong huh. comics. There you go. Jersey, not so much. Those guys who come over. Here. The Jersey guys? Yeah. yeah they're more. <laughs> so, yeah, like the Boston guys? Sketchy. Ske- <laughs> Robert <laughs> Kelly. All those guys that came down. Sketchy, sketchy. Rogan. Um, you work, did you work for Martin Short for a year or with Martin no, Short? No, that was on the Mulaney. He was on oh, the he, was on, he was the boss on Mulaney. He was the boss on Mulaney. How boss. fun was that? It was amazing. I never really understood comic acting until I saw him rehearse. And I was like, oh. Oh, I've, I've been, I've just been, fl- I've been fucking around. He's been actually, this is a master at work, and that was, that was cool. Tell us watch. about the Mulaney thing. I was like, when I saw you, I was like, oh my god, what a great break. Yeah, no, it was really cool. It was out of the blue because I opened up for Mulaney in 2010, and then like I ran, and then I randomly got an agent and randomly auditioned for a show, and so I hit him up on Facebook. Hey, man, I just read your script. Congratulations, dope. And then I got a call back and a screen test. So it was like two auditions, and then I got the show, and it was, it was very weird. And then the show got dropped. From about NBC, yeah. and then I was like, oh, "Okay, well, it's nothing." And then it came back in October, and I had to re-rehearse audition in front of the Fox crew, which was kind of interesting because they had this black box theater that was only seat twelve people, <laughs> or even six people. It was very small, so it was just all the executives sat, watched me and Melanie act in a small room. Oh, and that's where like, you did the, that was the screen test. That was the screen test Holy for like, the, but it was no camera, nothing. It was just more or less like dance for audition. Me, boy. Are you good? <laughs> yeah, He's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Changes life. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's, no now so that was three auditions to get that you did the first and then second and then the screen test the screen test it was wow. very like very whirlwindy and it was just interesting because it was like i thought it was because i opened up for him and we had a relationship but i got the role he's like no 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 it was because the writers just saw me and went oh no he's perfect oh, i didn't wow. know that i was like oh yeah, yeah. it was that's actually amazing it was talent <laughs> i thought it was luck <laughs> uh, or it was more luck than anything else i don't know but it was it was really cool even and you left that experience like you know at that time you got it like mm-hmm. you feel good about it like no, when you're doing no. it no I mean, you're just walking out going you, shit I have no when idea when you answer the phone they go you got the show do you go what the yeah it was one of those like you just get used because it was like 11 years in yeah. so I've just gotten used to so many no's that you just stop listening <laughs> and you just go ah, you know it's life is I'm just gonna enjoy today the moment and I actually was getting called I want to say I was doing a college show but it was like not paying very well, and I was like driving like six hours, and I was stopping at a gas station, and like all the agents got on the phone to talk to me, and they've never done that before. Like six different agents get on wow. the conference call and go, "Guess what?" Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, and I was immediately self conscious because I was like, "Wait, am I supposed to react in some kind of way?" Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I mean, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm tired." Like, thank you, y'all. Cool, I can not get, I can get off the road. All right, great. Versus, <laughs> like I wasn't 21 going. Oh my- 
<laughs> like I couldn't, I couldn't even cry at that point. I was like, no, so I you, that was in L.A., right? Was, that was in L.A. Yeah, so you yeah. had to pack it up, and that's when you and the yeah. But girl I mean, I was so poor at the time that it was like it was hilarious. Oh um, I didn't. You know, it was weird. I didn't know my girl at the time. I got when I first got the part in April. I was just doing cutlet shows, being super drunk, and living in like with two other roommates, being poor on top of a club. And then I got the show, and then it was like it was weird. It wasn't like. Most people get like, you know, a gradual shit. Like, you know, you, you work the bar shows, then you get in the clubs, then other comics see you, then you start auditioning. And then it's like, I didn't do that. I was doing shitty shows, then I got Fox, and then I got to go do better shows. You know, it was like one of those, like, oh, hey, motherfucker. Yeah, you cut through it a little bit. I oh, cut wow. through it. Yeah, I got to skip some shit. That is cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so That's the way you do That's it. That's so much better. Um, let me let me ask you this. I just want to get to this one. Your CD's name is Baloney Meat. Baloney Meat. Is yeah. that a bit? That I- no, I just was sitting around. <laughs> I was overthinking all my titles, and then I was just like, "Well, what title would make me giggle?" And then it did make me giggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I go. I don't know what bit that is, but I gotta hear that. <laughs> no, it's not a bit at all. I just thought, like, I got a Steve Smith has a new album called Baloney Meat, and that sentence. <laughs> 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 and so, like, Conan actually read it on on TV, and I got a laugh, and I was like, "See, it's just a funny <laughs> line." That's it. <laughs> but I probably should make next. The next title is going to be something that actually means something. <laughs> all right, we got one minute left in Yo. this segment. What do you want to do? What's I'm giving you now? You've seen sitcoms. You've seen. You're a movie guy. You've you know. Uh, you're an actor. Dream job. You know, I was thinking about this this morning. I think I like, this is going to sound crazy. I really like Louis' career pre-beat-off. Uh, like, I think, like, <laughs> and, I even think, and I even think post-beat-off, I think he'll be fine. But I think, like, yeah, like, having your own show and doing a bunch of stand-up like that. I was doing films. I went to film school for Howard, and I just, like, made a bunch of movies in my 20s. And, uh, like, I did, but I didn't know how to do comedy then. Like, that was the last movie. I was like, I don't understand comedy, but I understand stories. So then I, I spent, like, seven years really understanding comedy. Now I'm like, I want to. Make them put it all work. together. I want to make them. Yeah, so. I like that. I'm gonna pitch. Can I pitch you one real thing for 30 seconds? Absolutely. I want to pitch you in something. The okay. guy just died. One of my favorites growing up as a kid. I love the Harlem Globetrotters. You look a little bit like Metalark Lemon. I gotta see a picture. You yeah, I'll show you a picture after the show. But you, I see you playing Metalark Lemon. I would do a because he was the hilarious. Biopic. biopic I would Metalark. love to do a Harlem Globetrotters movie. Hell so yeah. if anybody's listening to this, the bio, you can go get Tom Hanks because he's playing Mister Rogers in the movie. <laughs> yes. Have you ever seen the first? You'll be up for an Oscar against him. <laughs> Have you ever seen the first Harlem Globetrotters movie? No. There's one in black and white. Yeah. Is there? Yeah, there is. Well, yeah. you mean, I used to be it was a documentary or no, no, sorry, oh, movie. So he it, was made a, it. it was like they took the act the the basketball players from the whatever the original team was the 50s, yeah. and then just made a shot a movie with them. Oh wow! <laughs> and then like the whole story was like this college player that left the league, I left the college. And started joining the Harlem Globetrotters, and they were like a serious quote unquote team. Well, I haven't seen that. Cool. See, it could be, I pitched it and it could work out. I'll, there you I'll go. make that right, motherfucker. Good. Let's move on. Boom. <laughs> Boom. We do it. Second corner. We're going to take a hard, uh, I guess, left. Let's take a hard left. But we want to talk about basketball, the NBA. You're a basketball guy. I like, I like up until Achilles, until, up until Kobe. Snap that Achilles. Achilles. That's when I had to. That was always it. your team. No, was, he, he yeah. had to adopt this from when you were a kid. Did you start when you were yeah. in California and then yeah. started then? And then? My mother was a huge Magic Johnson fan. Uh, so when when Jordan beat Magic, that devastated me. So I actually hated Jordan for like the first five championships. <laughs> then the last one, I was like, fine, he's good. I'll root for him. Oh my God, Neil and I used to sit in bars and whatever. This is when we started. We used to hang out like you guys in DC, and we would go to do shows, and then we'd go, all right, let's go out, and then we the two of us would just 
he would be playing pool and we would just stop and watch Jordan just pull these games out at the end. Yeah. Every time. You Every knew time. it was coming. Yeah, they always, it didn't they, matter. They were always losing at the halftime. You understand? Every yeah. time they were losing like five, <laughs> seven points at halftime. You're like, oh, what's going to happen? And then second just half. just light it up. They just go, all right, son. It was unbelievable. <laughs> but I'm depressed about Michael Jordan because all the young kids don't think he's the greatest player anymore. They think you it's know crazy what? how I would like it, it transferred over because to me, he's the greatest player besides like No, Larry I think Bird. a lot of it people still Larry, hold on with Michael Jordan. It was Larry and Magic always, and then came and then came Jordan. But now I, I thought to myself, Jordan will never be replaced. Everyone will think he's the greatest player. I got news for you. But I, I would I was Jordan wrong. against LeBron, prime, prime. That would be a one hell of a game. Because Ma- Jordan, I mean, uh, LeBron James is very he's monster. Yeah, he's rock he's solid Michael granite, Jordan. and he's like six, eight, nine. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Going to and nine championships in a row is really it's really it's a, hard to go really against hard. him. I know what it's I mean. Really, but he wasn't Michael Jordan. He just doesn't win like Michael Jordan. He didn't win like Michael Jordan. But I like it because he's like me. Like I, this is why I enjoy Kobe because Michael Jordan. He was so good at his PR that he was flawless. He was like this godlike creature. He also transcended advertising. Like yeah. he took that. Now he was the first guy to really like got to be like Mike mm-hmm. Spike Lee shooting his movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just another it's level cool. of crazy. But Kobe was your guy. Kobe was my guy because he was incredibly flawed. Yeah. Every time he was succeeded, he f- <laughs> he fucked up in some way yeah. that made it tainted. Like even when they won championships, they would go on these amazing like twenty five to three runs, but then they would just forget how to play basketball for a quarter. <laughs> it would yeah. be amazing. They would just lose shit, and then they would eventually win. Or even like you know the Shaq shit. Like they had the greatest dynasty, but then they had to break it up. Or they even, hated each other. Even know, when he did had his MVP, he finally won an MVP, and he fucking did like three corny jokes in a row and bombed. He bombed his own <laughs> ceremony. I love. Kobe, <laughs> he's so flawed. And you know what? The weird thing about Kobe, he was up. He's gonna be. He was like up for an Academy Award or something. He's, oh, he's, for, his documentary yeah. is up for an Academy Award. Co- Kobe doing work? No. Uh, what's the name of the Kobe documentary? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's I can't called think like of oh, it, yeah. me Kobe or something like yeah. that. It's oh, up for like wow. real documentary. Yeah, I watched that. I, I mean, I like his his philosophy on life. It's just so interesting guy. <laughs> Very interesting guy. Not not too. I mean, he's ran around a lot. To, he was an army kid or whatever. And then yeah. he was. He, he speaks languages. He grew was up. Was he an in, army kid? No, his dad was a player. His dad was a player. Sorry, his dad yeah. was a player. And then, uh, but he played overseas after right. he was done in the United States. So Kobe grew up speaking like was it Italian. German? Italian. That's yeah. right. Italian. Italian. Yeah, he's a big Italian guy. That's what he he also had came up with an Italian rap album. This nigga is so flawed. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember the when he came? <laughs> Maybe I like Kobe now. I always thought he was just like trying to be so much like Michael the whole time. He couldn't get out of his own way, but maybe he did get out of his That's own way That's what made eventually. it great. He yeah, was a yeah, lovable yeah, yeah. loser. He just, <laughs> he <laughs> that had is to... true. He did. He wanted to be Michael Jordan. He did the whole thing. He did the, the way he licked his lips. I mean, he yeah. really impersonated him for yeah. the first part of his, maybe forever. Yeah, and then he just lost everything. And yeah. then he and had to got, be like, got then he had back. To be, yeah, and then it was like, everybody's like, and everybody criticized him. And then he was like, shooting 81 points. Just people like, oh, you, you, tr- you play too, you play too much. And then finally, you don't know, shit changed. They finally built a team around him, and he had to be more of himself in order to win. I don't know. I just, yeah. I'm just like, fascinating it's a guy. great. I, uh, no, but I, he absolutely. he is great. I do say he is. Oh yeah, I mean, he's he got to be great. top ten that and I've he ever work, seen. He does have that work ethic. Oh, when we that, we watched him after Jordan, we were both like, this guy doesn't miss. There were days where like yeah. you yeah. could not stop him. There were there was one time there was like they were down by the Kings, and he just started shooting threes like and kept missing them. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with him? And then he started just landing them. And I was like, oh, this guy's yeah. a genius. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He was not shy. Like, oh, I missed 10. I'm going for 11. Yeah. That, you know, he I would be like, I'm off, this It'd out. be interesting if he didn't come off Michael Jordan. Like, if he came along if now. If he was in the 80s or. If he came along now, so, oh, separate, from, separate. But he came, he played against Michael Jordan. So he came, 
he never could separate himself from Michael Jordan. No, I mean, LeBron, people are always LeBron looking for the next Jordan. He kind of had a similar game. I know, yeah, but no, so he had the exact game. He, it killed his like greatness factor in that way because he was so close to him. You yeah, know I mean, if he would have been further, like LeBron. Oh, there if was, there was no there Michael was no, Jordan, no Kobe might have yeah, been yeah. that guy. It's no different than the comic. If a comic comes right off, like there's so many like I hear a lot of people talking like Mitch Hedberg all the time. But if you if you come off of him later, then you won't get compared so much. You oh, know what forget I mean? it's it. Same I, comparison. Dimitri Martin and I talk about this all the time. Ad nauseum. Like it was Stephen Wright, and then there was Hedberg, and then there's Dimitri. So and Dimitri would always get killed that he was taking Hedberg and yeah. Stephen Wright. Like I think the, Hannibal got that shit too. Yeah, you know what? And it oh, just I said comparison. And I used to say Dimitri. I go, you know what? Just you know who I worry about the next guy because it's just gonna get worse. And it was like a million guys that had that style, and they all got blowback from. But that was yeah, a flaw sure. of Kobe. But that's what like it's a good point that he's totally flawed. But that was a, LeBron is compared to nobody. But actually, let me let, then, me let me uh, finish the point. I want to jump on his point. Real quick, he yeah. said about uh, uh, being yourself. That's why I like Kobe. About he was more. He once he figured out to be more of himself, things worked out for him. Yeah, he got like, back. There's this one story. This one comic from L.A. I forgot his name, but he was like compared to Chappelle a lot, and then like he tried to change his act so he didn't sound like Chappelle, but then he just sounded boring, <laughs> so nobody <laughs> knows him at all. You know, so it was like I remember I got compared to Chappelle a lot. And I oh, was like fuck it, I'm just gonna be more like me. We, uh, oh, you're definitely not like Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, it's I guess everyone. Yeah. Well, we used to have this thing like they would go when we started. Somebody whipped out a guitar. We have a friend who whipped out a guitar, <laughs> and uh, and he would play these funny songs, and he would kill, you know. And then mm. people go. Can't do it with a guitar, man. Can't do it with a guitar. Fucking, oh. And he didn't do the guitar. God and his it. career went nowhere. Nowhere. It, it and, then, and then sure that, enough, years later, some what was the guy who did all those colleges? There was a couple of guys who came out with oh, guitar. Yeah, Stephen Lynch? Stephen Lynch. Yeah. And then Stephen Lynch was the biggest thing in the world for like a year here or yeah, two he years here. And then that, I was like, what are you talking about? This guy, there's a million guys. But Even more, the flight, all, of the, Concords, the flight of the Concords. The flight of the Concords. No, no, no. Uh, I felt, because he killed with. This music. I mean, he would kill the last ten no. minutes of his act, and he's like, "Oh, because everyone would make fun of him all the time." Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? Like, yeah, when you're that young comic, like motherfuckers give you advice, and half of it makes sense, so you believe them. Yeah. But like, you got to think it through. Like, why did you come up with that thought? You can't use a guitar. Who the fuck has an absolute rule about anything? I know. Nothing I know. else in life is absolute, but this fucking guitar shit is absolute. Fuck it. You. Really? Was, it was, no, it was true. It was right. no different than you saying like, "Oh, you shouldn't." Like in high, like in high school, or something. You you can't wear those clothes. You're you're a loser. You know what I mean? That's what it was. It was yeah. just more of a cool thing. Or whatever. Did you model your basketball game after anyone, Neil? Neil was really good basque, high school basketball player. Right? Of course. Go ahead. Tell the story. You scored 52 points in a high school basketball <laughs> game. Did right? you? Yeah. yeah. Could, Neil is very good. Or, I, I mean, what? We're I old was now. back in the day until plantar fasciitis set in. Oh, that's what you have now? That's what it killed was it? Aw- God, it was awful. I don't know if you've ever had Oh, that. I can I fix that. It on, I wish it on everybody just so they could all Oh, suffer. no. I had that's the worst. <laughs> Wait, what is it? I it's, didn't know what it was. I always made fun of like foot. Tim Duncan had it right oh, in the NBA and, and I always made fun of him. I'm like, come on, man. And then I got it one day and I just woke up one day and I couldn't get out you, of bed. You, I mean, I, I stepped walk. on my, I stepped on the floor, almost killed me. This it, bands under your foot that needs to be stretched a lot. And if you hurt that, if you have a, if you tear one on all the bands under your foot that, that make your foot extend and whatever. It is the most painful. Oh my god! You rip. had it too. I had it. Yeah, I had yeah, a boot. Yeah. I had a walking boot. It was the crazy. I hope you thing. get it, just so you know. I mean, just so I, you can feel that pain. <laughs> no, you don't. I, I ex- <laughs> I'm scared. I exercise a lot, so I know something's gonna happen. Oh no! To just, yeah, yeah. just stretch. That's the key. To yeah. No, this is a good one. I hope you get this one. No, That's a fun stop. One. You don't want to wish that on your best friend. It's like no, get, I always wish you I, kidney I, stone. I grew up with Larry Bird. I always thought that all he was great. You know, that was was that that was your favorite team. I hated Magic, and so that 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 was like when I was so '86. We talked about. 
the other day. 86 Celtics is your favorite team. 2009 Lakers is yeah. Steaton's favorite team. Yeah. And uh, the best team of all time is still the 82, 83, 76ers. Thank yeah, you they were, they're, they're all right. They were good. Vote, vote, vote. For an ABA team, they were good. <laughs> ABA team? We had Moses. Come on, man. They did have Andrew Tony. He was they great. They killed people. They Those killed are back people. when the games weren't on TV, just so you know. You'd have to wait like three no, days. No, they to were on the TV. Game. The 1979-80 when Magic's rookie year, that was not televised. The game started on like midnight. So I had to like stay up to like three in the morning. Like CBS or whoever it was televised it at like wow. midnight. And then after that year... It, everything was televised. Like it just started very soon. Coming. You were talking about the championship. The championships. Wow. The I've championships. Could you I've imagine? Seen clips of that. Wow. But oh, you follow the Lakers now. That's still your team. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching them start to build back up. I'm slowly getting back in. I mean, there's so much drama with it. It's not fun. Yeah. Uh, Did not, you play high school basketball? Yeah, I played freshman year, and then I realized it really wasn't for me. I didn't understand. Here's the problem. I should have like done individual sports as a kid i didn't realize that now <laughs> but like yeah like like playing with teammates like i got too much like codependency issues with motherfuckers like, i just want to <laughs> i want to please people too much yeah. so i can't can't play a basketball team you want to please motherfuckers you got to worry about yourself yeah. you know you got to like learn how to like you know be ruthless and i wasn't my thing yeah that's why my, bro- uh, my brother was ruthless. the no my brother was the best because he learned that young at a young age i was much Which nicer one? your I, older I, brother i wanted to be i still like being friends with everybody right. but my older brother never talked to anybody he liked being Still his, does. He liked being in his room alone. So he was the best athlete because he would just go into the gym and just do his shit and leave. And he was not nice to anybody. He didn't want to be friends with anybody. Mm. Neil's God, brother <laughs> looks yeah, like, yeah. you know, um, he was so Royal mean. Tenenbaums. Yeah. You ever see the Royal Tenenbaums? Yeah. What, is it Owen Wilson or yeah, the other one? He looks one? like Owen Wilson. He looks, like, <laughs> he looks a little like Owen Wilson with, with the, the headband. Head, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so one day, we used to play basketball here on in uh, Hunter High School, like every Sunday morning. And mm-hmm. a lot of comics would play. That was we, Luke Wilson. Uh, oh, yeah, Luke, Luke Wilson, Wilson. yeah, yeah. Luke. Okay. sorry. So, um, <laughs> so we'd play every Sunday morning, and then we'd always ask Greg to come down because I heard that's Neil's brother, how mm-hmm. good he was. You know, Neil broke his record. You know, all no, his but records. by the end he, he couldn't play anymore. Right, well, his knees. But Greg yeah. came down one day. Finally, Greg comes down, and you could tell how good this guy. I mean, oh, really? doesn't say a yeah. word mm-hmm. to anybody. Fills every lane, plays every technical. Flipping balls over, like it was like so nonchalant the way he was throwing <laughs> stuff up at the basket. Like, okay, score it. Not a word out of this guy, and he was amazing. He's like, no, nah, I'm going home, and I'm. Yeah, but he was just different. Back. He was just He's different from duck, the beginning. He, he would stay in the driveway for like eight hours. I would stay there like four hours. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's that weird personality thing. I mean, it's in it's in a lot of people, but for sports. It's you guys, did a, you play in the driveway? Because you guys probably just beat the living crap out of each other playing. Yeah, hoops. we all that good stuff. <laughs> They're you know, so competitive, all three brothers. Yeah, you know, I remember crazy. my twenties or even teens and twenties. I would always like listen to like sports at like listen to athletes philosophy on like because i always think they're like the zen masters of the west because they're very simple about like all right we're gonna how to succeed all you gotta do i'm gonna practice hard i'm gonna follow my plan and i'm gonna succeed like it's so simple about life and um but some of that shit doesn't apply artistically uh (laughs) i remember like you know like being like i still have it in my head that that's how you're gonna go about it but it doesn't really work in that you know what i mean you gotta be you can't be so isolated you gotta live life and like yeah Yeah. like i used to want to like if i could be successful just you know, working on jokes for eight hours and then just getting on the getting on stage, you you'd be like, but it doesn't." Well, the no. jokes come from life as yeah. well, so you got to experience life, and interact. then your connections, you meet your friends. So it'd be probably more important sometimes in the business to go hang out with a bunch of people. It's very. Yeah, and, totally. and when I lived in L.A., I, I felt that was the thing that drove me crazy about isolation. LA, no, there was always this thing in L.A. that you had to go out every night. Oh, really? Because that's where you're going to meet your. So, yeah. so I would force myself. I don't, I'm like more of like stay at home guy, but I had to go out every night. I was somewhere every night. 
and it was awful every night because I'm trying to meet people. I'm yeah. not. I'm just like, hey, you know, it's so it's horrible it, but, life. But it doesn't. It doesn't go with uh, sports. Is where you're just going to work really hard. It, it doesn't work sometimes yeah, it works but it doesn't work you know it's funny i actually literally got a role because i saw them on the street like i, I remember i just shot something last week and oh, he wow. saw me on the street back in the last july working and i was like hey how you doing blah, blah, blah. hey we're working on this pilot I was like, oh good luck with the pilot and i went to go live my life and then he mentioned me he's like oh that's cool we should put him in the pilot and, <laughs> and that like, was it you know i was like oh that's probably how la works it's yeah. probably 90 percent. i've of gotten everything i've ever gotten is from relationships with people yeah. not auditioning like i'd exactly. say 85 percent Exactly. My girl's so like she started comedy four years ago and she's stressed about manager and agent. I'm like, well, they ain't gonna do shit for you. Yeah, they're gonna invite you to the office. They're gonna give you, you get to be pretty. They're gonna see nice, nice suits. They're gonna get some coffee. And then they're gonna tell you how they're gonna give you the world. And then your best friend that you met at open mic is gonna give you the world. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That, that, that is true. He's gonna get That's right. I always remember the first one of the first meetings we had was we met with William Morris. Remember we go in there and oh, meet with William it. Morris and we were all excited. We thought they liked us. Mm -hmm. They thought we thought they called me. I thought they called me in because they like were interested it was mm -hmm. so stupid and i go in there and he's just like yeah we love i thought that what you did was funny we like you and we just want to let you know we'll be here when you become famous mm -hmm. yeah and that's all they said that's and i was weird. just like well, uh what i was like what and then that was it. And i was like <laughs> they just called yeah. me in just to, just in case like just just in case something happened to you yeah, yeah. any manager i only had nothing one. happened i have two <laughs> managers but every manager said like who do you know who do I oh, know? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, on my. Yeah. All right, let me finish this basketball segment. What do you, the NBA today? There's a lot of good teams. This playoff season is going to be good. You yeah. got in the East, Cleveland, Boston, Toronto. In the West, Golden State, Oklahoma City, San Antonio, Houston, Minnesota. Even they, they're going to battle out. This is going to be the West is going to be impossible to get through. I agree. I I, I feel like you should put the Wizards on the East. <laughs> oh, I would. Right. You know what happened today though? John Wall out for two months. Today, oh, what hurt his him? ankle or something like that. Oh shit! Really? Blake Griffin got traded to the uh, last night. He got traded to the Pistons, so maybe that'll help them. For yeah. What? I don't I mean, know. We, we, Garbage. I mean, picks. Really? Wait, what yeah, are they? Well, so how good. are they doing now, Pistons? Are yeah. they? Are they, are they in the playoff contention? Uh, no. They must have hated so. him because they moved. Because now he lives in Detroit instead of L.A. That's They're a saying blow. that this That's a blow. this blow to great Blake Griffin will show because he just signed like a five year huge contract to stay oh, there, shit. and they got rid of him. So people are going, and he didn't get the no trade because they he had faith and they basically screwed him so now everybody they think is going to ask for a no trade they have to now yeah Fuck, it's crazy detroit but no new orleans was coming and hard with anthony davis and but boogie cousins tore his achilles so it's gonna come down are I you guess. doing fantasy and all that shit with no, nba no no no, 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 no no i feel like that would take my like there's some things i'm scared it would consume me let's predict like, who's winning the finals we have 20 seconds uh cleveland golden state and then i guess again if i had a pick i guess i'd pick Cleveland just because really I, I think Why? LeBron no. I don't know I feel like maybe the basketball gods will give back to him this year I don't think so I no, think Golden State's going to wipe it's this <laughs> based off yeah. nothing yeah exactly uh, <laughs> no it's based Neil. off the basketball gods welcome to Neil Sneed no Sneed. we just said LeBron's been there nine years in a row I he's going to get there gonna, again LeBron is amazing gonna, but yeah. he yeah. cannot beat that team there they are I'm telling stacked. you Jerry West got there a bunch of times too that is true but he got the logo Steven, you want to predict Golden oh, State? It's, oh, it's Warriors. Yeah. It's all Warriors going to win. What about you? You I didn't predict Golden State. They're going to win again. They're going to win for two more years I at least. I do want to see a conference finals with Cleveland and Boston. I do want to see that. Okay, that, I think that's, that could happen. That's going to that's gonna be fucking well, what's great. The kid from U what was the kid from Utah? White he's guy? coming back. He's coming right? back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's so coming back they're gonna be, one leg. Boston's going to be tough. He's coming back this year? Yeah. The, the broken ankle dude? Yeah, the guy that first minute. Yeah. fucking atrocious. Why? Because clean break. He's coming back. You see, that's where sports are different. So in comedy, name? you're never going to do that in comedy. 
What? You're never going to get hurt like in the first minute of like a big comedy show. You know what and I mean? That's back. why sports no, are more cruel. No, I bombed in the first minute and made it back. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's No, no, I've definitely ruined myself. But you're, <laughs> you're All right, let's, let's go to the third segment. Um, I want to talk about Washington, D.C. You spent a lot Dope. of time in Washington, D.C. My town. That's 11 my town. years. And Neil, I was like, do you know anything about Washington? Yeah. Yes, he does. So let's That's do it. That's my town. I always thought I was going to be like a spy or something. That's my town. Really? What do you mean? I think I like, going. Going, I like going to D.C. because I feel like I'm like into the... In, it I'm, does feel I'm, like... I'm like a spy or I'm doing something fancy. My original... Po- political. That's why I like D.C. I'm a total tourist guy. I stay at the Hay, I stay at the Hay Adams. Which is totally overpriced, <laughs> and they say hello, Mister Potter. When I go in, that's yeah. what I'm paying three hundred dollars a night for. Yeah, and then and then I feel like I'm doing something. What political. were you there? What were you doing? Me and Bethel. The room was two nights. We never left the room. What? We sat in a room for like a day and a no, half. No, you didn't. I swear to God, this room was so nice. We took naps. <laughs> we're like we're taking a nap in the middle of the day, and then we go downstairs to eat the breakfast in the hotel. And all the politicians. It's like right next to the White House. So mm. all the politicians are eating in the. Breakfast area, really? You yeah, probably yeah. made a good decision. I mean, I I've lived in there for so long. You're downtown. There's nothing there. I mean, I guess there's a mall and shit, but yeah, stay in the room. Those rooms are nice. Yeah, those rooms are nice for yeah, a reason. Yeah. But <laughs> I like DC. I think it's exciting. There's shit happening. It feels like secret shit's happening. I, I think I think it's the best comedy town in the country because really? Oh, because they have static income. Uh, no, not static. No, what's the other word? Liquid. I think it's liquid. Well, no, it's static. What well, point being is government money, so they're not going to lose their jobs. I'm trying see. to say the the economy. So like a lot of headliners stable, stable. So but a lot DC's of, booming now. Booming, but yeah, but headliners who usually like do clubs and other places would do theaters in DC. That's uh, kind of that marketplace of shit. So uh, okay, I like. Uh, I did a like a like a museum, like a naval museum. There's like really? na- right near the White House. You could stick your head out and kind of see the White House. You did stand up there? Yeah, some lady invited me to come down and do stand up. Me and Andy Pitts took a road trip one. Summer. Oh, Andy, Andy's a shit. And we went down there and we did stand up at this like naval base. It was crazy. And then you walk outside and we walk. There's the White House, the gates of the White House. That's we, beautiful. Oh, you know, when, beautiful town. When you live in D.C., when you because growing up in D.C. or living in D.C., are you, when you're are you going to that D.C. area, that White House tourist area? No, I got there at 18 for college. He we, went to Howard. Went to Howard. Yeah. So I went there. We all as students went there once. And just was like, okay, this is this is the capital, and uh, and then I kind of never really went. Really, it's only like thirteen minutes away by car, right? Yeah, no, I really didn't. I didn't at that side of the. When you live there, it's really just that's background. It's like going to the. Like why here. would I go to the? Yeah, it's like why would I go to the Empire State Building? Building. Yeah, it's and over when there. you're at Howard, are you wanting to get political? Like you want to do something political? Like you want to do something in that career? And that never hit you. Howard's no, a black no. school, yeah. Yeah, black school. So, yeah. so there wasn't any politics like kind of hovering above the whole zeitgeist of the Outs, place. I mean, politics like. You know, white people are doing this to us. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's going to be which there. is right outside the walls. Yeah, we had oh, okay. we had a very deep conversation on white people and how they act and what they do and the history of. And I mean, every class had that. So that's does everybody so, leave there just cynical? Then I mean, you got to go in. Uh, open minded. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, well, I mean, college is usually open minded. You're supposed to come out like super liberal. Um, That's why audiences, when they come out, they're like, "Oh, you make fun of any- you make fun of anybody." They get, "Oh, then by the time they're thirty, they're just um, they're back." To there being- is a sensitivity there, but the sensitivity, the I would say, the trying to find a parallel between white college and black colleges in that respect, like Different. we've always been aware of it. So it's more or less like college kids are just becoming aware. Like, oh, there's racism, and that's not <laughs> our prim- <laughs> our premises. All right, this is right, this is racism. This is going to have to deal with it because you got to ignore it because this shit because you know most motherfuckers who don't think of, who don't think lose their mind go crazy and 
do dumb things. So it's your job to be all, you know, in charge. No, there was no rioting at Howard University, was there? There was some protests, but they had protests. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, more or less, we always hated our president. Uh, but we needed to hate something. When we, you, who was the president? You were there for two different presidents or were you there? For, oh, no, I'm not talking, uh, talking about the college president. Oh. We're not even talking about the real president. Well, I was there for Bush the entire time. And oh, we, oh, okay. Yeah, so, so we were. That must have been lovely. Yeah, it was amazing. It was great. <laughs> um, and then I was there when Obama came and that was really oh, fun. Oh, you were? I was so that's what I was saying. Were you there when Obama got I elected? was there in 2008 when Obama was there and that was really fun because I'd never seen dancing in the streets at that yeah. point. Like black rooms, we're, I don't know if you're. They were the, going nuts that right? week when he won. Yeah. Black rooms were the best place to do comedy. <laughs> there was such a joke. Anything you say, you said Obama, ah! and they just start laughing, and then you could talk about anything. It was, oh yeah, I yeah, wish I recorded an album. You know where I was when he got like that? Wow. The Comedy Cellar, mm. and Artie Fuqua was literally jumping up <laughs> and down, like up and down that staircase, you oh, know, like crazy, like going crazy, and everybody was, you know, happy about it. I yeah. think. Um, but yeah, that was that kind of felt like a big moment felt for the fun. country. Felt fun. It felt the exact opposite of Osama yeah. bin Laden got shot. Yeah, you know, what I'm, I'm not even talking about Trump. Just when Osama, remember Osama got like a Laden got shot and they, everybody celebrated. That was gross. That was weird. Yeah, <laughs> I remember going. Ooh. I actually I called that one. I said one day we're just gonna wake up and he's just gonna get shot. Like we'll wake up and then they're gonna dead. dump him off an aircraft carrier Pro- in the ocean. Oh, you mean like uh, Homeland? <laughs> That's Is that what, what they did. Happened? They did. They did do that. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they did. did that. They huh. did like a uh, it was like <laughs> a, apparently a proper burial. Center. I was like they did that on Homeland. It was so bizarre that 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 you're gonna take this guy and then dump him off the ocean and then everyone's gonna believe it that just because they wanted to make sure everyone saw that that's i don't know what they did but it was weird so was the city so the after obama was the school different was the city different for you or oh i left the school in 2004 but the city was was the city different i'm wondering uh i mean there was just more a subtext of jokes but no i think the city was I'm sorry. Let me think. It was 2000 from 2000 to 2010. I mean, the, the city changed because it got a lot more gentrified. Actually, uh, I remember when I, I first see. got there, they. The, I remember student orientation was basically like, "I right, listen, we're on this street. If you walk one block west, you will be shot. Do not walk on that street. Really? Yeah. And the, if you walk on that street, you will be robbed and or shot. Do not walk on that street alone. So that was that. But then once huh. I, but by the time I left, it was like, you no know, hey, we just opened up a Kmart or not Kmart. What was it we opened up that was really nice? It was like a whole building that was like a it was like a mall, it was like a Best Buy, a Radio Shack, and just I don't know that building. Oh, and a Whole Foods, like those buildings being built meant like oh everybody. Yeah, no. When I go no down shootings. there, I've, I've never seen like money flow into a place. Like when yeah. I used to, my family lived there. They live right by the zoo. That's mm. where my family. Lived. Oh shit! Well, there was always nice there. Yeah, it was. It was super nice. It was super nice. But they always told you you can only go here, here, and here. And then all of a sudden, now when I went back, whatever I went last summer, I went back, and every like. Everywhere is nice. Everywhere it's like nice. New York City where every single section of every single, they're like, go by the water, go over here, go. The, I mean, every place is like, it's like Brooklyn and Queens. Yeah, it's uh, like all booming. Everywhere I went in Washington was like clean yeah. and, you know, nice and with the huge buildings as the backdrop. And, uh, you know, we went to Smithsonian. That's gorgeous. And mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to the African American Museum. Which there you nice go. Museum. Did you go? Wait. There's an African museum, and then there's the African American. No, the new one. Yeah, the, the new that one. you have to wait in line for. Oh yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to that one yet. I want to. It was pretty good. Wow. See, but we're you have more, to wait. He's more black than you. You, are. you yes. have to wait yes. in line for so long. That's why I didn't want to go. Oh, I mean, okay. but then we, I just like let's just try it because it's like a two-hour wait, and then you got to wait in line. And so I was like, you got to. And, and so we went, walked right up, walked right in, got right down there. It was great. But was, it, it's a, it's a workout. I went to the uh, Smithsonian. They had like a Phyllis Diller exhibit. Yeah, that was like, this was better. This is the best. <laughs> no, our no, they had like the Archie Bunker chair. It's so tiny. Mm. You know, he was a small guy. I am a big Phyllis Diller fan. She's actually yeah, my hero. She was funny. 
She's in my top ten. She's in my top ten. Um, have you ever been to the White House? Anybody? I've never been. I just I've stayed sat, I've sat in front, and I remember one time there was a. I was standing too near the gate, and one of the guards who walks the gate with an assault rifle, and the inside <laughs> of the gate just was walking. I screamed. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like how I, the fuck does a guy jump on the fence and run into the White House? How does a guy even possible do that? Remember, like two different dudes did that. Yeah, he, one guy got all the way in. Yeah, he got all the way in, got I into the know. White House. Up, the, you would I think there'd be so much surveillance. Well, especially because the movies, the two White House down and the other one. Remember, it was like whatever. The I, two movies came back to back where they attacked the White House. Yeah, oh Olymp- yeah, yeah, Olympus, yeah, Olympus, Olympus, Olympus. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, okay. Don't they blow up so, the White House in one of them? I don't know, but there was no security at the White House forever. And then I figured, okay. And then after 9-11, they put snipers on the roof and all this shit. They may have to do it again if this continues. I I like those movies. I like when you're attacking. I guess the guy. I've been in the White House. I took a tour of the White House. We went down there. uh, Well, what now? Gina's aunt got us uh, a tour of the White House years ago. You did it? Yeah. And we went down. Zoe, Toby, the whole, my whole family went down Mm -hmm. there and, and, um, you know, remember a couple of months ago, Trump said that it was like a dump. It was like an old place and it needed a lot of work. It kind of does. I mean, it's a very old house, yeah. you know, and they need to, they was, would need to renovate it. I'm sure they're constantly doing work on it. It was renovated in the 30s, I want to say, last time, right? Yeah. They, they, 30s or Truman? They all, well, they all come in and put their 40s? own stamp on it, like their own. No, I mean, like, but Truman had to live outside of the White House because it was getting, oh, it yeah. was one of those presidents got yeah. like because it was like they were rebuilding shit. Yeah, there's actually, when you go there, there's a little place that gives you the history of the house itself and they mm. show you the different ways it was like updated and stuff but um, interesting you know um, you go into those rooms it does have an old you feel like you're in history you're standing there they got all the old paintings on the wall of presidents gone by and I would like to go I just never pretty go. impressive I'll go. Yeah, you I'll should go. go. Everybody should I'll go. Just been should go, man. I'm gonna wait one more president. Me, <laughs> wouldn't a good one. Wouldn't one more, before, unless <laughs> yeah, he blows this place up. Yeah, yeah. One I was hoping. Well, Brock, he stopped doing tour. Trump stopped everything. He well, he probably, you know, he's afraid someone's gonna kill him, so he's not letting anybody in. Uh, mm. Could happen because he's afraid. He's afraid he's gonna be poisoned. That's why he eats McDonald's. That's why he eats McDonald's all the time. Well, that's wait. Poison. What was your major at Howard? Film. Oh, film and film. minored in philosophy for a second. Then I minored in theater. And you still have a lot of friends from that. Yeah, yeah actually, it's funny because, like, oddly enough, like a lot of people from this, my department started getting successful. Rant, this is a random thing, but I remember uh, the dude who, the first black guy last year to be a, nominated for an Oscar for uh, cinematography, a guy named Bradford Young for uh, it wasn't Arrival, it was a movie after Arrival. The guy did, mm-hmm. anyways. Oh, I think it was Arrival, and he's knew I was going to do Star Wars. Point being, I did like four student films with him. I remember. Wow. Yeah, I remember we. He, he was like the, me and him liked each other because he was like one of those camera guys that got really excited over every shot, and everybody used to get mad at him because he took forty five minutes to set up the <laughs> shot. But he was like, "No, this is great, this is great." And I used to love his energy. And now, like, and we all, I was like, "He's great." I wonder if the world will notice. And now he's getting Oscars. I'm like, "Yo, we got Oscar nominations." I'm you might like, want to find that phone number. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it was cool. I'm like hoping. I was like hoping we could work together one day. I'm excited about that. Oh, that'd be a good connect. Um, that's funny. And you, Neil. What Washington? I Any mean, other thoughts? I mean, my I like I said, I've only know it from like a tourist point of view. And well, my family lived there forever, so we'd always go there for that. The free everything's free. That's my favorite part of because you can go to the zoos free. All oh, the museums right. are free, and so that's why we liked it. But yeah, no, my family, uh, my 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 rich side of my family, uh, my my aunt was this great teacher. She started the field school in D.C. So it's always been like a connection in our family. So that's why I've been down there so many, so many, so many times. I, 
I think it's one of the best places you can go. I mean, seriously, just look around. You could spend so many days there. But People know, talk about you know York, it in right? a different way than me. Of I know course. it only in going down there and just goofing around, having fun. Like we stay at the hill. Well, we went to the tourist places, which are really safe, whatever. We didn't get down to any nitty gritty in D.C. or Baltimore. It's not, it's not that dangerous anymore. Yeah. So No, it's uh, super nice. But I like the, I just, I, I'm just attracted to the politics, the spy shit. It like makes you feel like you're the, the one thing I did that was really funny, but no one will think it's funny on the show. So I probably should. But when we stay, we used to stay at the Hilton Hotel. Uh, that was right. Oh, I stayed there. at the Hilton. Yeah, it's right yeah. over there. That's where Reagan. On Connecticut? That's where Reagan. Yeah, yeah I that's used to where work there for Ra- five years. Oh, seriously? Really? Yeah, I was a break with bartender. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I went for college. And, yeah. But that's where Reagan got shot. It was. And then so he got out there. So I was oh. like always like, oh, my God. And I'd be the only... My whole family would stay there, and I'd be like, "Do you know that this is this is where the, they shot Reagan?" And they like they had no idea. But we, I'll show you. <laughs> the did, you walk by, did you walk by the little driveway where he got it's shot? It's such a little small area where yeah. he got shot. But we had reenacted the photo. You guys did, yeah, yeah. I'll you show have a family photo wow. of like holding your because so- my, my dad who plays like a big Reagan, fat white guy. So my dad. <laughs> wow, it was a funny right, photo. Anyway, we I'll, gotta post that. I'll show it to the you. The funniest photo of reenacting a shooting. No, people did got, you go to the yes, Lincoln Theater and, I do and uh, <laughs> Ford Theater and uh, decide to. No, people got pissed at us, and no one thought it was funny. We had to do it really fast, and some guy over there got really mad at us because it was. Oh and, and we, and then in, in hindsight, it wasn't my best moment. Why don't you do? that here on 72nd street <laughs> no. with john lennon you guys should do all pottery could, reenactments. <laughs> no you can't i'm just up north i might go to that place and malcolm x got shot and uh <laughs> yeah let's do a malcolm that. x it's like okay that maybe that's a thing now an app we reenact you go do shooters. kennedy down in texas when you guys we go were back talking yesterday what's his name we could do uh john Gotti at uh whatever oh yeah Sparks, Gotti uh, just lay in the street dead oh, wow nice anyways there you go that's you asked sick. for a stupid memory of these <laughs> that is the stupidest memory all right we move on all right, our last one today, since Seton is, uh, we were talking basketball, and your team is the 2009 and uh, Lakers. I do like that team. And so I put together a quiz, you versus Neil. I'm just going to, like, people get nervous about this. We put Neil in the soundproof booth. We see how many of these 20 questions you can get right. Neil tries to beat you. Neil is 0 for how many now, Neil? Oh, be- oh, for I think almost 30. But he almost took Bob Luparella out yesterday. I almost took yesterday. a genius down yesterday. Yeah, we have Bo- this guy, Bob Luparella, who knows everything about geography. And little do we know, Neil did his best work. Oh. Neil's a basketball fan, so we could do this. Let's put this might, Neil- yeah, this might, I might lose. Let's do this. Right. Let's put Neil in the booth. All right, we'll be right back. I'll go outside. All right, we're back on. The reason why we do that is because Neil cheats like a motherfucker. Okay. And that's his, like, M.O., and I refuse to let him win. So, <laughs> I mean, he's got to earn it. Okay, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's how it works. All right, let me start the clock. And All right, let's do this. Two th- it's the 2009-2010 Lakers quiz. Okay. All right, all right. And true-false. Number one, Lamar Odin almost signed with Miami after Pat Riley and Dwayne Wade got on a plane and begged him to come to Miami. False. That is true. Fuck, is it? Oh. Uh, sorry, buddy. Um, wow. The Lakers traded their draft pick in 2009 to the Knicks for $3 million. They didn't even want their pick that year. That's how good they were going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. That feels true. True. Yeah. Uh, do you remember who it was? I'll give you another point. I'll give you two points if you tell me who their first round draft pick was that year that they, they traded to the Knicks. Oh, Jesus. Um, poor Genghis. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Douglas. <laughs> okay, the best college basketball player on the team was Jordan Farmar. 
2009, Jordan Farmer, he was had to be number two. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go. Yeah, Jordan. I forgot. I haven't heard his name in a while. I'm gonna go. Yes, true. Nope. It was Adam Morrison. Remember that guy? Oh fuck! He was traded from my Bobcats. Yeah. Yeah. He was the last guy off the Lakers bench. He won two championships with the Lakers, and um, but he was like a 29 point a game scorer in college or something like that. Yeah, he played for uh, 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 Gonzaga. That's right. I remember because he was an underwhelming. And then he just rode the bench, and that was the end of his career. Adam Morrison averaged a whopping 3.1 points a game in the 2009 season. He's behind, you know, Andrew Bynum and Pau Gasol. We didn't need them. Uh, <laughs> true, false. Adam Arson averaged a whopping 3.1 points. Oh, that's true or false? Yeah. True oh, false. you were asking me. I thought you were just yeah, telling me no, it's that. True, true oh, or false. did he actually average that? I would say false. He didn't get make three points. There you go. 1.3. The Lakers' big offseason signing going into that season was reigning defensive player of the year, Ron Artest. 2009? Oh, yeah, true. Absolutely. True. Yeah, it was Very a good, good time. Good trade. Great Ron Artest once played for the Knicks. True or false? Hold on. Pacers. Was he drafted by the Knicks? And then went to the Pacers? And then went uh, out Lakers? And then... I would say false. No, nope, it's true. Fuck! I don't remember. When did he play for them? He played for like two years. When? Like- <laughs> Chicago, Indiana, Sacramento, the Knicks, the Lakers, Houston, China, and Italy. Those are his teams. Oh, okay. So you're saying right before he went to China, he played for the Knicks. Somewhere in there. I don't remember that. Ron Artest's jersey number was 37 in honor of Michael Jackson's Thriller being num- the number one selling <laughs> album 37 weeks in a row. True or false? Oh, God. I'm going to say true just because he's crazy. True. Yeah, it absolutely makes complete sense. <laughs> the starting center... The starting center, even from the beginning of the season, was Andrew Bynum. Beginning of the season. So. Like the opening day lineup had Andrew Bynum in it. It had to because that's when Kobe broke his knee, right? True. <laughs> Andrew Bynum made over $40 million in his NBA career. That seems true. That's true. $72 million. Yeah, that's absolutely true. He had his potential was crazy. <laughs> Lamar Odom was known for his love of candy. He actually yes. got a replica of the Larry O'Brien trophy in candy from Wrigley after they won the championship. <laughs> sure, true. True. <laughs> absolutely. Kobe Bryant didn't attend college. He was drafted out of the famous DeMatha Catholic High School in Maryland. Oh, shit. I would say... I don't know his, I don't know his high school. I'm going to say true because I have no idea. It's false. false. I have no idea his high Pennsylvania. school. He was a Philly guy. Oh, that's right. He was afraid of Philly, but I didn't know that was okay. Kobe Bryant was named after the famous beef of Kobe Japan, Kobe beef of Japan, which they False. saw on a restaurant menu. Oh God, black people it has to be true. True. <laughs> the Lakers defeated the Lakers defeated in order: Oklahoma, Utah, Phoenix, and the Celtics to win the title. Wait, say that again. Oklahoma. The Lakers defeated in order: Oklahoma City. Utah, Phoenix, and the Celtics to win the title that year. Um, in that order? Uh, was it that order, or are you saying? I believe it was that order. Shit, I'm gonna go false because I don't think no, so. That's true. God damn it. Um, sorry. Who the hell was on? Was it that the, uh, Marty Starmer was gone by then, right? No, he was on that. Team. He was on that team, yep. and that was in Steve Nash and Marty Starmer. So I that made so. sense that we we fight fight play them before the. Yeah, you wiped because they wiped they swept they us two Utah. years. No, you killed Utah, and then no, I think it was four two against Phoenix. Because they, they swept us two years in a row. I remember that. And then we did we get revenge on them. All I right. think so. Nineteen ninety six, Jerry West traded his starting center Vlade Divac to the Hornets in exchange for Kobe Bryant's draft rights. Yes, true. Remember that. Right, true. 
Okay. How many were we at? What number was this? We're on number 15 coming up. Okay. Kobe Bryant has three NBA MVP awards. False. False. All right. <laughs> he has one. He has one. Kobe Bryant has played in the most NBA All-Star games. I would say true. False. Which one? <laughs> uh, which one? More, because that means because he played 20 years. That means he's more. I don't think Jordan did it. I don't think Kareem did it. Walt didn't do it. Um, Carmelo, I don't think did it. It makes more sense. I'm going true. Fuck it. Kareem. Fuck. Was it Kareem? Yeah. Oh, paid one more. Kobe averaged one. Over, I missed it by one. Yeah. Okay. Kobe averaged over 30 points in the 2010 finals. Did he go over 30 in that finals? No. Um, you are correct. 28.6. Yeah, he hurt his knee. He couldn't do that. Kendrick Perkins tore his PCL and MCL in game six and didn't play in game seven of those finals. Of seven? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the reason we won. <laughs> <laughs> True. Ron Artest was named NBA Finals MVP after his 20-point Game 7 performance in the 2010 Finals. I thought we were doing, 20, I thought we were doing 2009. Well, it's, uh, uh, the 20, it was the 2009 year, but they played the June 2010. Oh. and This then, is when they beat the Celtics. That's the team you're talking about. Yeah, because right? Game 7, he did pull it out and win that one. But did he win MVP because of that? Shiz it. Hmm. I felt like he was our MVP, but I feel like Kobe won it that year. Nah, I'm correct. Yes. Correct. Yes. yes. And number 20, the series win brought the Lakers franchise champ- NBA championships total to 16, second only to the Celtics' 17 championships. True. True. Yes. All right, we're done. Let's see how what many do I got. do. You what do I do? One, two, three, four, five, six. Wrong. So you got 14 out of 20. Not bad. It's something that... 14 out of 20. 14. That's a C. Right. What is that, a C? <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring Neil back in and see what happens. It's gonna be This one's going to be close. This is uh, the Lakers, 2009 This Lakers. is 2009. Oh, it's all from one season? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, it, it, it's comprehensive a little bit, but you have a chance. Seton got 14. I lived in LA in 20. 2009. You did? For like three no, weeks. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. I know everybody's this, is on this Neil's team big chance. from 1 to 13, plus the trainer. Great right, trainer. There we go. Number one, Lamar Odom almost signed with Miami after Pat Riley and Dwayne Wade got on a plane and begged him to come to Miami. I'm going to fuck with his head. Just <laughs> Wait, is this a true or false one? Yeah. True. True. Mm. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Just total guess, but I knew, he'd put, <laughs> I knew he'd put a true one first, trying Why? to fool me, trying to get in my head. Oh, so you know the man. I'm going to give you two <laughs> extra points here. You can okay. get two extra points immediately. This would kill him. Go ahead. The, Lakers, <laughs> the Lakers traded their draft pick in 2009, that year, going Jesus, into that year. A, ah, the Lakers traded their draft pick in 2009 to the Knicks for $3 million. I mean, I'm going to say false. That is true. Ah, Dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's who, a hard question. Do you have any idea who it was? Say the question again. I didn't, the Lakers. I just was, going into that, they traded their draft pick. They didn't even need their draft pick. They were so good. Coming in 2009. Yeah. Uh, to the Knicks. To the Knicks. And who did the Knicks get? Is that yeah. what you're asking me? Yeah. Who was the draft pick? If you tell me that, I'll give you two points. Shit, I can't even think of a player from the Knicks. Uh, You'll never get this if you pull this out of your ass. I guess the Knicks would have got... Uh, you got to remember, it's like the last pick in the draft. For- <laughs> I don't. I don't even know uh, who to you're guess. Out. You're done. Who? Tony Douglas. Jesus you Christ. Get the best. <laughs> Did you get that? Jeez. No. Tony I'm Doug- poor Gangers. The Tony Douglas. Where does he play now? In like in Lithuania. In Lithuania. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> he was a pretty good college basketball player. The best college basketball player in the team was Jordan Farmar. 
on on the Lakers that, that year? year? No, because Shaq was on the team. No, he wasn't. That's not 2009. That's no. 2008. Oh, 2009. That's without oh, Shaq. You're fucked. That's with Marcus. Yeah, I'm feeling wait, good. So the second wave. <laughs> feeling good. You got it. You say you knew it from one to thirteen. I was joking. The whole <laughs> thing was a joke. You better go you're back and look at your out. history. I was just lying. I do Shaq like the trainer. Shaq was the first three. This is, oh, this is oh, the yeah, end yeah. of I'm the... just joking. I was just tr- oh, shaking okay. you guys. You know, making it the best seem college basketball player in the team was Jordan. I mean, Jordan Farmar went to UCLA. I know that, so I guess I'd say yes. Nope. Oh, shit. It was Adam Morrison. They had him. Remember him? That doesn't count. Why? He I mean, because you could argue that game. Jordan Farmer was better at UCLA, no. even though what's his name was player of Not the year for close. Gonzaga. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's the player of the year. I think he was a number two draft pick. Adam Morrison, he's number three draft pick. Adam Morrison averaged a whopping three point one points a game in the two thousand. Oh, sorry, in that season. He's a Larry Bird guy. He should thank Larry Bird because they, they've been in search of like the next Larry Bird, and they did. They finally given up. They finally threw in a towel forty years later. Averaged a whopping three point one points a game. That year. That would be true. That would be false. 1.3. Ah, bench yeah. These are tricky things. This is what I should have known. Well, you're going down quick now. The Lakers' big <sighs> offseason signing going into that year was reigning defensive player of the year, Ron Artest. True. True. Nice. Ron Artest once played for the Knicks. I mean, are you saying he played after or before? Whatever. Yeah. I, the he, question is once played for the Knicks. I mean, he Knicks. went to St. John's. Did he play for the Knicks? True. True. Nice. Chicago, Indiana, Sacramento, the Knicks, the Lakers, yeah. Houston. Okay, but he was old when he he was he was meta he was, at that. He was no, he wasn't meta yet when he played for the Knicks. No, I thought he had changed. Oh, when he went play for the Knicks, yeah, probably. He was definitely meta no. He was Ron Artest yeah. though when he was playing for. I like that that he changed his name. He's an idiot. That's cool. Do you know what he? You know what his uh, uh, college um, major was? What? Math. I could see that. You could? Absolutely. Math people are not normal. <laughs> math. Were <laughs> <laughs> oh, you a math major? Yeah. 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 Math well, that's right. Science. You call that. You're definitely not normal, man. You, Ron, were, you were a math major? Yeah. Oh, shit. Ron Artest, math, computer science. You it should be like mind. the CEO of Google right now. Uh, Mr. Calling. This is or similar. a dead body. This is <laughs> similar. <laughs> yeah, they would have killed a bunch. Ron right. Artest's jersey number was 37 in honor of Michael Jackson's Thriller being number, the number one selling album 37 weeks in a row. I mean, it sounds too complicated to make up, but I'm still saying false. Nope, it was ah! true. Oh, that hurt. I thought you like decoyed like the number on me. I thought it was like 22 or something. No, you man. read this. What did you... That was Wikipedia. That's a bullshit question. The starting center... Ah, even Jesus the Christ. The starting That's center... What? That's so crazy. Shit. How did you not Who? say yes? Yeah, it's very crazy. You got that right? I did. You oh, did. Shit. The did you know it though? Or you just No, guessed? I just knew Metal World Peace like, had a music company. And I knew that he would do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I knew the crazy part. That's right. He had a rap album, right. too. Mm-hmm. The starting center, even from the beginning of the season, was Andrew Bynum. Like, opening day lineup. Uh, that was true. That's true. Yeah. I forgot about that guy. Right? Me, he too. Money, he was though. supposed to be great. Andrew Bynum made a... He did his job. He got us our two rings. Yeah, so he I, was great. for. I mean, he was becoming great. And then he... Didn't he eat his way out of the league? He got I huge, right? Yeah, well, he, hurt, he, hurt his, he kept hurting his hurt knees. Hurt his knee, right. Kept hurting. Right. He had broke his knees. He had a freak accident with Kobe, but then he also just didn't take care of himself. And then he just... He was just lazy. He, he goes back to what you said, oh, you're, you're a filmmaker friend, where you, he just had that innate passion for making films. This guy had no passion for <laughs> yeah, basketball. That's right. He, no. just, he was just yeah. a tall guy that had to drag through this thing and get the money, but he didn't care about he basketball. He averaged like 14 points he that year. He just didn't like basketball. But he, uh, in the playoffs, like in the finals or whatever, they got him down to like Maybe seven. And like yeah, he couldn't score more than ten points a game. In he yeah. He was just like a decoy. Yeah. But he's like, you know, like 
you got to you just can't just like basketball to be in the NBA. You no. got to like cuz that's a unless you're 7-3. Yeah, but I mean yeah, I guess if you're 7-3, but 82 82 games and then plus the playoffs plus that off-season shit. Like that commitment. But here's you know, the thing. Here's, nobody has to do it. He's been this tall guy's whole life, so everyone's told He only him. played for like 8 this. years. So now here's the question for Neil number 9. Andrew Bynum made over 40 million dollars in his in his NBA career. True or false? I would say he made a lot more than that, so false. True. He made 72 yeah, yeah. million dollars he's so if you're a massive contract so if you're yeah. tall you know yeah. i mean it's i mean and he moves well so there's always a, a hope for him like he's gonna become even greater yeah mm-hmm. he's like what's his name uh, uh dwight howard has a lot of yeah that. number 10 lamar odom was known for his love of candy he actually got a replica of the larry o'brien trophy and candy from wrigley after they won the championship who Lamar Odom? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say false. No, that's true. Dang it! Mm-mm. He loved candy. You, you didn't that? know that? I did. Even I knew Shit. that one. I mean, that was his problem because he kept uh, he had his conditioning always sucked yeah. because he would have sugar highs and oh, then he fucking crash just... in the middle of games. <laughs> yeah, he was. I thought it was, it was like the Kardashians this... that were the problem. Oh man, no, no, he had problems before. <laughs> Who are they wearing out now? They're killing. Uh, they're killing. They're killing now. They're killing. What's his name for Cleveland? Right, they're ruining his career. They're uh, NBA Andy? killers, the uh, Kardashians. Uh, Thompson? Yeah, oh, Thompson. They're, yeah, yeah. they're taking his poor NBA career apart now. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just because their team is losing. No one can handle the Kardashians. Number 11, Kobe Bryant didn't attend college. He was drafted out of the famous DeMatha Catholic High School in Maryland. Who? Kobe Bryant didn't attend college. He was drafted no, out of the famous DeMatha. Okay, there you go, that's Neil. Oh, finally. He's a Philly boy. Got booed right. at the All-Star game. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah. booed by his own hometown All-Star game. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I love him. He just goes Oh, in shit. Philly they did, right? Yeah. yeah. Kobe Bryant was named after the famous beef of Kobe Japan, which they true. saw on a restaurant. That's true. Yeah, it's one of the great. I love that one. The Lakers defeated. You know what his middle name is? Kobe, is it Jelly Bean or Bean? Yeah, it's Bean. Bean, yeah, because yep. his dad was that Jelly was Bean. Bean yeah. yeah, Jelly Bean, right? His father's Jelly Bean Bryant. Yeah, the Lakers defeated in order to win that championship that year: Oklahoma, Utah, Phoenix, and the Celtics. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, false. No, it's true. Oh, I thought it'd be too easy to mess up the order. Yeah. I thought that was an easy one. Me too. I was there for every game too, and I forgot. I, uh, I can't remember. In 1996, GM Jerry West traded starting center Vladi Divac to the Hornets in exchange for Kobe Bryant's draft rights. Uh, true. True. Crazy story about that. They see this kid. He's 16. They bring him in for a workout when he's like 16. So they bring in like Michael Cooper. And oh, I really? think the other guy to play against him, and oh, he shit. wipes the floor as a 16-year-old. So they're like, um, yeah, thanks for coming in. And they do everything they can to get him. Started, you know? They started preparing like two years. Yeah, ahead. he was That's sitting like on the did. bench for like two years just until he was like 18. He beat up Michael Cooper. He crushed. Cooper was great. Yeah, That's some was crazy stuff. He wasn't even retired for that yeah, long yeah. probably by then, too. I mean, no, he was probably about 40, but he killed him. Um, okay, number 15. Kobe Bryant has three NBA MVP awards. Kobe Bryant has three? Three. Uh, false. That is false. He only has one. Yeah, because he said that earlier. Kobe Bryant has played. Earlier yeah, he kind of did it. on I the did. podcast. Yeah, I did. Okay. Kobe I a, Bryant has look played. Look at that memory right there. Nice. That's pretty impressive. Damn, he listens. I got a memory app on my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe Bryant has played in the most NBA All-Star games. Kobe Bryant has played in the most? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's been around for a while, so I'll say true. Nope, Kareem beat oh, him by one. Shit. Damn it. You were so close. I should have known it was some Seton old almost had it. 18, and I think uh, Kareem was 19. Dang. Kobe averaged over 30 points in the 2010 finals against the Celtics. True. 
False. 28.6. Damn it. All right. See, this is the kind Kendrick, of shit he does. That's why I miss it. I know he changes little things. Kendrick Perkins. That's his little thing. Well, I gave you over 30. Th- or over I know, but that's 30. a chicken shit way to do a what? question. Like a 29.2. Did he go over 30 or not? Boo. I'm questioning the process now. All right. The process. Mm, question the process. <laughs> Don't question the process. Kendrick Perkins taught his PCL and MCL in game six and didn't play in game seven of the finals. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That was yeah, the big yeah. thing that year. He was the enforcer. Yeah, and that's what killed him. Ron Artest was named NBA Finals MVP after his 20-point Game 7 performance in the 2010 NBA Finals. That is a false. That's false. It was Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I don't think but no one would ever give Artest, an award to Ron Artest. They no, hated him too not much. Not after that asshole, but no. <laughs> yeah, seri- oh, not after we went into the crowd and beat everybody up? No, no. And the <laughs> series win brought the Lakers franchise NBA championship total to 16 Second only to the Celtics' 17 championships. Well, I know the Celtics have the most, so I'll say true. True. All right, Neil, you got one. I'm short. Two. I lost. I think you did. Uh, Damn it. Three, four, five, six. That was a, that run our test. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you got like um, 11. Yeah. I only got 14, so I barely won. But Seton I- Smith is the champion. Well, all right, congratulations. Man. You deserved it. You deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> Nice I've job, I've lived my entire life, Smith. man. I've been fought all those haters. <laughs> I've gone through. That was like the hardest Look thing. At me now. That was a hard one. For, look, that was hard. He's got a distinct advantage over you. I told you. I, this is the only I, quiz I said. You better brush up on your Lakers because it's no, I mean, you love that team, then. I loved that team. Damn. From, okay. I like the Kobe arc, man. Kobe's storyline. Let me tell you that I still love my Sixers of 82-83. I'll put them up with anybody. There you, why don't you play the Kobe movie, then? That'll be your part. The Kobe like biopic. That, I could play a Kobe movie. I mean, I'm yeah. getting old now, but fuck it. Yeah. Uh, I can, That's true. There gonna it have is. To do, he's going to have to do it quick. I got to do I got to do a lot of biops in the next true. five years. <laughs> yeah, no, Even though Chadwick Boseman keeps doing everybody, he's doing all the old people bi- biopics. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Who's he doing? Chadwick, he, he's done, he's done, he did Jackie, then he, Jackie Robinson, then that he did James movie. Brown, and now he's doing Thurgood Marshall. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I was, know you could get created a niche of just biopic actors. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of non, there's a lot of black movies that have not been made. <laughs> no, biopic no. wise, he's just catching up. Oh, I like that. Um, it's I a like whole that. market. I uh, I remember because I remember when I was on Mulaney, I got to audition for a bunch of uh, things I never thought I'd ever get, and I auditioned for the. I was up for the James Brown and the Richard Pryor movie. Uh, oh wow! I did pretty well with that, but uh, again, I wasn't famous enough. But God damn it, damn. <laughs> give me five years. Yeah, there you go. All right, we how we end this podcast all the time is uh, my one thing of the week, and it could be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, Neil, you want to go first? I know you had one ready to go. Yeah, mine is a bad. I, I think it's a bad thing. Okay, go. I was at a Broadway show. Uh, I guess it's a good thing that I finally went to a Broadway show because they're all so expensive. So I go to uh, the play that goes bad. Is that what yeah, it's yeah. called? The play that goes wrong. The play that goes wrong. And it's, well, that sounds it, fun. Yeah, it it was good, and I appreciate everybody, but. Every time I go to a Broadway show, almost any show now, even off-Broadway, the crowd has to give the stain an ovation. It's like out of control. And I thought it was a great performance. Not say anything about the whole night and the talent and that. Everything was great. But it definitely wasn't a standing ovation. But people stood up like crazy, like shot up. And then if they stand, then you have to stand because you don't want to, I don't want to be the asshole that doesn't stand. So I have to, (laughs) I have to stand. And then I was just like, I don't, I think we're all standing to make, 
uh, ourselves feel better about going to the show and making it special for us. It has nothing to do with the performance. We just want to feel great about that. Uh, We're agreed. at the greatest place. I don't know what's going on, but there's something wrong. You don't you don't like the standing ovation. I, it's, it does. It's it feels like Hamilton. the mo- it feels like the same mosh pit at the Grammys. Oh that, boy, it's same, yeah, he hates the mosh same pit. weird thing at that little thing they put all the fake fans in, and, and mm-hmm. then that, I don't know. That's so. I guess it's a bad thing. My one thing of the week is. Um, the my rental office will not do my floors over after 20 years that they're worn out here you could see they're right making here. why just why and the baby's coming i don't want it but what do they say why i don't know they just they got cheap or something like that they won't like so now i have to go like call like the department of housing to find out if they legally have to do this did they say you should do it yourself fight. yeah he's like you could do it yourself but get oh, somebody God. reputable to do it oh really how about I do it myself, and then I burn the whole building to the ground? Whose fault is it then? But don't they Stupid. have to paint your apartment every three years? Paint they have to do every three years, and then that's like listed, but I'm not sure about the floors. It's weird. I always but feel like these are all rumors about New York apartments. They actually no, painting, have to paint. painting, I think they have to like legally have to paint. Floors, I'm not sure. I don't know why you'd think after 20 years they'd have to do something. Ridiculous. You're dead to me, I tell you. You're dead to me. No See, standing mm, ovation. One um, good thing or one bad thing of the week? I'm going to give you one bad thing. And I can't give any names. All right. Uh, but I'm going to tell you that we have a certain... I'm Because I want to do. I want to jump on this apartment story. Sure. I have a certain um, woman whom she has a sister who uh, 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 moved into this building and she found two bed bugs, right? And oh, she shit. freaked out. Freaked out. Yeah. And I was like, hey, you know what happens? You know, just get a little spray. You'll be fine. Just get it in. <laughs> and then the, the exterminators went to the apartment downstairs from her and that place was like... Filled to the brim, like termites and everything. Oh, like it was like termites. Oh, shit. Like That's what termites would be, it was like where all the bed bugs were. They were in the walls. They were in the beds. And so I was like, and it was weird because at first when she told her landlord, like, hey, uh, uh, sorry about that. That's landlord right. was like, hey, uh, I got bed bugs. Landlord was like, you know what? I'll give you as much money as you want. Just leave. You know, I don't want to deal with you. <laughs> and she was like, that's weird. Why would he say leave? And then she saw that. She's like, oh, he's trying to cover this shit up. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, fuck landlords. So I'm with you, dude. Damn. <laughs> no, we had I had we had bed bugs. Same had story. Things. We went and told them, and they're like, uh, "Can you not say anything to anybody about that?" Because yeah. they keep starts, it really it's, quiet. It's some somewhere in the building gets them, and, and then because and then they spray, and they don't tell anybody, and they come flowing into your apartment. Yeah. Or sometimes you get some of them who just are like, "I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to sound gross." <sighs> Sometimes they're so poor that they don't know they can get rid of them. I used to live next. I, oh, I don't in, know you can get rid of the bed bugs. Yeah, yeah. I was in Palm Springs. One, I remember uh, we had kept having a roach problem. Kept happening over and over. Like they got our, our place got sprayed four times, and the motherfuckers kept coming back. And we didn't know what to do. When we found upstairs a neighbor just was like just got to America, did not know that she can get rid of roaches. <laughs> <laughs> what it was? Like, oh, that's kind of funny. I never thought about that. Like, hey, this is just America. Yeah, except <laughs> bugs. Well, we had that lady that the hoarder. When my very first apartment in New York, we had a hoarder. And when I was doing comedy, I'd come home like three in the morning, four in the morning, and she'd be in the trash thing. Oh shoot! And she looked like the lady from that creep show movie. Lady down the hallway that does that. Yeah, she pulls stuff out. Yeah, she pulls all the time. And it wasn't until one day I came home and I left a freaking bag of bagels on there, you know, for Saturday night, and I, I, I. I heard the noise and I turned on the light in the kitchen. There must have been like fifty mice. Just they were, they had oh. gotten to the bagels. They were everywhere. Like, wait, 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 in your house? In in my apartment. I mean, I'm not fifty lying. mice. No, there was a I, that's exaggerated. Probably ten mice. That's that's fifty. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's awful. What the fuck? I literally. What the fuck? This is like midnight, so there's nothing I can do. Oh. So the next day, I put out the glue traps. I'm catching two per glue trap. I'm oh, like two, God. two, what? two. Oh. And then they had dug into our apartment, and I'm like, "What is going on?" And then I told the building, "Like this is out of control. Like I'm, it's like." And it turned out that she had 
uh, an infestation of mice. They had burrowed into her mattress, Ugh. and she was a hoarder, and she was just a hoarder, and her whole apartment was just mice next to it. And finally, they broke into, into our apartment. Like, they broke into all the yeah, apartments they around us. through that's, walls. That's just shit that goes on oh in New York. Oh, my God. <laughs> Way to awful. creep us out, Neil, for the, for the end of the podcast. Right from bed bugs to mice. To <laughs> I've got them all. I think we've covered I've it all today. I've had bed bugs in our apartment. It was awful. It's it awful. awful. you got to clean so it's much shit. It's embarrassing because everyone yeah. thinks, when you tell people you have bed bugs, they look down. I didn't want to see you for like two months. I didn't tell anybody. I kept that shit for five years to myself. <laughs> and then I finally when somebody else had it I was like oh yeah, yeah, yeah I relate but oh, you I had bed bugs? I had three oh, I remember because it came he came he sprayed my bed three of them fell out never had a problem again yeah. but I also don't get reactions do you get bug that's what happens to women more than men yeah, yeah. But I didn't, I didn't get, get Bethel yeah. had get, been yeah. getting bit a bunch of times but I just I I think it's just the funniest joke because I went to we were in LA on vacation for three weeks I come back and I'm just I walk into the apartment I go into the bedroom and there's just one little bug on the pillow. And I always joke around that all the other bed bugs were like, you got to get off the pillow, dude. <laughs> He's back. Cause I always, he was just sitting there and I could hear all the other ones going like, leave. And then I just saw it by myself and I looked at it and I'm like, hmm. And I didn't say anything to Did Bethel. Did you start looking at the mattress? I didn't say anything to Bethel. And then I went and looked it up online. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, and yeah. so then I broke it into Bethel. And then they were, they had, they were not in our mattress. They were in the curtains above oh. the bed. So they probably were. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were falling on you as you slept. <laughs> they were, been, they were eating on Bethel forever. And I just saw it, you know. Well, that's what they say. Don't put any books near the bed. Don't have curtains near the bed. No, don't have anything. anything. You can't put anything. Yeah. It was a year long journey. All right, well you got there your we tips go. for this week, people. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. It was Neil. a year long journey to, to shake the to shake the bed bugs being in my room. Oh my god, awful! All right, mice and bed bugs. <laughs> you would think. I'm sorry. I, got, I know we got to go. Yeah. But mice eat roaches. So if you have mice and roaches sometimes, or mice and bugs, it's just fucked up. That's just like yeah. life is evil. They no, don't I know. Wanna, we got right. a cat now. Everything's good. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it's eating everything. <laughs> Seton Smith, thank you so much for coming by. What is your uh, Twitter or what do you want people uh, to find? Seton you? Smith, catch me on Instagram, Instagram.com, Seton Smith, uh, Facebook, Seton Smith, and Twitter, Seton Smith. It's all nice. All right, when you're shooting your big movie, yeah, remember think, us. Think about it. We'll be, uh, yeah, we we'll can, be like uh, at background next. The background there you go. Episode. We do background. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for coming in, buddy. We'll see you guys next week. There Bye. You go.